Joined as always by my wonderful co-host Mahoney. What's How up, we doing, guys? Buddy? Awesome. You know, don't have PT tonight. Got a yeah. midterm to study for. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll miss PT. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be studying real hard for his midterm, yeah. and uh, good for him. You know, putting in that work. But uh, yep. hopefully, we can pick up the wonderful knowledge that PT gives us. Uh, we're going to be talking a lot of baseball today. It's going to be a baseball exclusive podcast. It's baseball season. Hell we're yeah, two weeks in. It's been a really eventful 2019. So, I mean, it's going to be brief. It's going to be straight to the point. We're going to talk about a lot of things that in probably a month from now are not going to be true. Or no, people not, are going to be nobody's going to give off. a shit in a month. Yeah, all, all these things we're talking about um, probably will be like, like no one will give a shit like you said in about a month. But it's cool. It's surprising. Um, so yeah, Mahoney, go ahead, buddy. Go ahead and uh, kick us off with what we're talking about here. Yeah, so this first thing I think people are going to give a shit about for a little bit, uh, Chris Davis, 0 for 53 streak right now, broke the record for position player. Um, there's he, He's still looking to beat the pitching record. I'm not really sure what that is, but he's got to be creeping on it somehow and probably God not too far it. away. God damn it, dude. But uh, yeah, I mean, he's just bad. It's bad. I I feel sorry for the guy. At first, it was kind of like, get better. 0 yeah. for 53, though. And he's barreling the ball up. It's not like he's not doing anything. I was watching the game today, and he had like three lineouts. He hits the ball hard. I mean, I mean, he's jacked. He's he's a pretty big guy. Uh, his swing is pretty much power-inducive, so he, he hits the ball hard. He's, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to say he's an unlucky hitter because, I mean, the guy struck out last year at like a 45% clip, something astronomical like that. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the biggest thing about this, I mean, if, if, if some scrub went 0 for 53, nobody would care. And I, I'm not saying Chris Davis isn't a scrub, but this, this is pretty monumental considering this guy is owed $23 million for the next four years. Yeah. Um, and... It's just absurd. It, it was an awful contract. I understand he hit 47 home runs the year prior to his contract, but still, it's it's a, an, an overpayment for, and on the Baltimore Orioles side. I don't think anybody is going to take that contract off their hands. I mean, no, unless they no shot, on, on, unless they paid for a, a lot of it, which I mean that even at that point is is kind of blasphemous. Just I I just have a few questions for you regarding Shoot, Chris buddy. Davis. The first one. Um, do you think he cares about the fact that he's over 50, whatever the hell he is? Because I was listening to the starting nine podcast today. Shout out uh, Dallas Braden. I also listen to the starting nine. Great podcast. A uh, fantastic podcast, man. I love those guys. But um, they were talking about how um, Davis was the last guy to report for the Baltimore Orioles spring training. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Dallas Braden was kind of giving him like the benefit of the doubt. Like, Oh, he, he probably feels super shitty and everything. But I mean, when you're making that much money, I, I, I kind of feel like, yeah, he, he probably does feel a little bit kind of shitty about himself. Cause I mean, he's over 53. It's embarrassing, but at the end of the day, he's still racking in those paychecks. So mm-hmm. what do you think about that? All right. I have two different stances on this. As a person, like Chris Davis, the person, I feel bad for him for the fact that he's getting so much shit for being over 53. But for Chris Davis, the baseball player, I have no sympathy for. He's getting paid so much money. He's got a job to do. The fact that he was last in spring training, whether that's a personal reason or not, you still have a job to do. You're getting paid a ton of money. 
the Baltimore Orioles, they're, they're kind of relying on them. I mean, they don't have anything to look forward to. They've got Jonathan VR and Michael Givens as their two star boys on that team. And yeah, I mean, I mean, right now, right now, the only media coverage that the Baltimore Orioles are getting is the fact that this dude can't get a fucking base hit to save his life. Yeah. So, I mean, that, I that just shows what direction the Orioles are going in right now. Yeah, my second question for you is um, how long do you think this, not the streak, but how, how long do you think this lasts until they just fucking release the guy or something? How many um, how many years do you think it, it'll take? Because no one's taking this contract, okay? No one is, do you know how all, long he has left on his contract? Four years. Damn. He's under contract till 2022, I believe. Holy shit. They really put themselves in a hole with that contract. Um, yeah. If somehow the Orioles become contenders in the next couple years is the only way that I see them dropping Chris Davis, which I don't see happening. Now, the streak ending, I thought it was going to end two games ago, and it didn't. I thought it was going to end today. It didn't. I don't know. Like, it could be a while. I don't think it's – in the next week, I don't think we'll be talking about it for an O for streak. But I guess you never know. I think he goes – Oh for sixty-seven. Oh for sixty-seven. And then he, he then then he breaks it, and I think he's gonna break it by hitting a home run. I think so too. I just uh, if have... we're throwing numbers out there, I, he's at fifty-three right now. I'll give him fifty-nine. Oh for fifty-nine, and he's gonna break it with a bomb. What do you do? Like if you break it, like 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 you can't pimp that home run. Unless if it, it. unless if he hits the freaking uh, what's it called, the factory across the street. Yeah, that's the only not... way. Yeah, dude. Uh, speaking of pimping home runs, I know we didn't we didn't talk about this before we were planning our, this show out, but we we probably should. Uh, it was kind of a big news in baseball. Oh um, yeah, Derek Dietrich. Oh of my the Cincinnati God. Reds. Derek Dietrich of the Cincinnati Reds, utility player, fairly good um, player in my opinion. Um, the other day against the Pittsburgh Pirates against Chris Archer, who I think he's a class A asshole. Yep, agreed, hundred ten percent. Hits a fucking bomb, an absolute into bomb the river, into the Allegheny River in uh, where, wherever the hell they were playing. Pittsburgh. I think, yeah, in Pittsburgh, hits a fucking bomb, and just stares there, uh, stands there, stares at it, you know, admires it for a little bit, and then he finally decides to um, run the bases. Now this home run, I believe, came after Chris Archer struck one of the Cincinnati Reds players out, mm-hmm. and then he basically moonwalked off yep. the mound into so the dugout. So bullshit! Like, yeah. So Dietrich pimps it, admires his bomb, like he rightfully should. He has every right to do so. Yeah, just like how and Archer has every right to celebrate that strikeout. Exactly. And then the next at bat, Chris Archer, being a pussy, throws right behind Derek Dietrich. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Reds manager comes out. He starts kind of yelling at the umpire, uh, upset, rightfully so, that his guy is getting thrown at. And then Yasiel Puig, who I have so much more respect for Yasiel mm-hmm. Puig after this, comes out of nowhere, dude. And he just takes on the entire fucking Pittsburgh Pirates roster by himself. Um, Puig would get suspended for two games. Archer is going to uh, miss his next start. And um, the Reds manager had to serve a one-game suspension, which he served last night against the Marlins. So I just kind of want to get your thoughts. Their manager. I didn't know that. He got suspended for a game for coming out and, uh, you know, kind of inciting the whole thing. Because, I mean, he kind of did. He did. uh, No, he did. He did. Obviously, he doesn't need to be suspended for that, I don't think. But it's Major League Baseball. You know how they operate. Yeah. Um, I just want to – I'm 
I think it's pretty obvious how I feel about this whole thing, but uh, I want to hear your explanation. I'll give mine after. But uh, what right. do you think about this whole brawl that occurred? Brawl, if you want to call it a brawl, because uh, there's been way better fights than this before. Yeah. But... Well, on this podcast, you're a pitcher. I'm a hitter. We both kind of got yeah. our got our views on bat flips and everything. I'm going to say this. If I ever hit a home run that far, you best believe that I'm going to look at it. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, it, for Chris Archer, if he he's known for celebrating too. It's not like this yeah. is the first time he celebrated. So there's no reason for him to throw behind Dietrich. There's no reason for really to do anything but just keep pitching. I mean, Chris Archer's been terrible. He really has been. He's been bad since he got traded from Tampa. And then he throws at Dietrich, and what does Dietrich do? Hits another bomb into the river. Yep. Just, that's baseball karma for you. Yeah, dude. Um, I, I have a few things on this. Obviously, you said I'm a pitcher. Um, again, Dallas Braden was talking about this earlier. He he did pitch in, in the major leagues and gave up his fair share of home runs. Um, if I'm pitching to someone and they hit a ball that far, like if you hit a fucking nuke, right? You have every right to stand there, and you, you could stand there for three hours if you want to. Okay, if you hit a bomb off me, I have nobody to get mad at but myself. Exactly. And that's what that that that's what Dallas Braden said too. If I'm gonna throw you a curveball or a slider, and I'm gonna fucking hang it, I that that is an invitation for you to titty off me and do whatever the hell you want, dude. I mean, go ahead. I'm not gonna be mad. I'm gonna be mad at myself. I'm not gonna be mad at you. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Again, as a pitcher, if someone does that to me, I'm not going to throw at them. If somebody did that to me and 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 hit a nuke off me, I would want to strike them out. Yeah. And, oh, and yeah. kind of get like a like a retaliation. You know, I'm not going to try and fucking throw at you. Yeah, That's stupid. No. I want to get you out. I want to send you pack, and I want to embarrass you like you embarrass me. Obviously, Chris Archer. Um, I don't want to question his ability to compete or anything, but he he did not show much competitiveness when he decided to just throw behind a guy rather than just fucking um get him out yeah which is stupid uh it's soft it's really soft but um and chris archer's a guy that's known for this you said he celebrated before he's had his comments about these things before um this is not the first time he's done something like this The, the the guy acts like a buffoon on the mound and then when he gets shit on like he's been getting shit on since he came to pittsburgh he 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 bitches about it but I i mean it is what it is. Shout out to Yasiel Puig for literally taking on the whole Diamondbacks, uh, the whole Pirates roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, I respect the guy a lot more. I, I, I would love to have a guy like that in, in my dugout at all times. But, I mean, that's that's my opinion on the topic. I mean, obviously, uh, it was cool. Uh, fights are always cool. I think the video of that fight has like 7 million views on YouTube, mm-hmm. which, is, which, is, which is good for Major League Baseball, you know, to get that kind of exposure even though oh, it yeah, is definitely. in the wrong way. But that that's all I have. Um, let's get into some some other things. Let, let's let, let's let's up? stick with the pitching. Two teams right here that oh, were supposed God. to be World Series contenders. We'll start they with. They still are. They still are World Series. Oh yeah, contenders. they definitely are. But uh, definitely not as strong as they were at the beginning of the year. Um, they've got a couple gaps to fix. We'll start with the Flubs, the Cubbies, the Northsiders. The same record as my Chicago White Sox. Um, if you would have told me that they would have the same record, I, I, you probably saw me tweet you this. You tweeted this. Yeah. yeah you did. If 
if you would have told me through the first 11 games that we'd have the same record as the Cubs, I would have been pretty happy. But we're both 3-8. and eight. The Cubs, granted, they're probably going to win tonight. They're up 2-0 in the 8th against Pittsburgh. So they'll move to 4-8. and eight. Hey, with their bullpen, you never know, dude. Yeah, true. But you know what? They're starting pitching. These last couple of games have stepped up. But their bullpen is atrocious. It is so bad. I If they don't sign Kimbrell, they're, they're in trouble. To. They're not going to. Well, they're in trouble. Yeah, they're fucked. We and we talked about this. How much? How many times did we talk about this in the off season when we did our preview? Mm-hmm. When we talked about pitching in general that, that the Cubs would be fucked because of their bullpen problems, and they are, dude. I well, and now Lester's out for two starts, and yeah, Darvish they, is fucking. Who knows where he's at? I I went to a game against Brewers, uh, the first game of that Milwaukee series. Got for, got in there for free, by the way, which is pretty dope, and um. It was just a fucking home run derby, dude. The Brewers set a franchise record for five home runs in one night that day. Um, they they teed off Quintana, who's fucking up. He's a terrible fucking pitcher. Well, he's they, he's eight scoreless right now. So yeah, well, he's still dog shit. I don't care what anybody says. Eloy uh, and Dylan, to, baby. Then they go to the fucking bullpen, and Carl Edwards Jr. comes in, fucking dong. Like now in second, now in AAA, the second batter in dong. Brandon Kitzer comes in, dong. And Quintana gave up three home runs that night. Like, oh my god, this is the most atrocious thing I've ever seen. The only guy that's competent in that bullpen right now is fucking Pedro Strope. And if Pedro Strope is my number one reliever, I am shitting my brains out of how scared I am. Tyler Chatwood is probably one of the worst pitchers in baseball. That guy's fucking awful. Yeah. And it's 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 bad, dude. It, it's it's not getting any better from me from here. They they don't have any money because of terrible signings like you Darvish and J, uh, J, Jason Hayward. They're pitching. Their, their best pitcher just went down. Yeah. With, uh, he's he's going to be gone two starts, and they just recalled some fucking nobody um, to to start for him. Like, I don't understand what the Cubs are doing. I don't either. Uh, the, the, on paper, offensively, they're a powerhouse. They oh, yeah. Oh, they might. Yeah, exactly. In baseball. But, I mean, everything else is just fucking awful. Terrible. And, I'm, I mean, it, that team went from winning a World Series and being a perennial title contender to, they're going to finish in third place, dude. I said that in our preview. I know. I think you or PT had them pegged to win the whole division. I did. That was these me, fucking. Yeah. It's it's, it's not happening. And I'm we're we're going to talk about the Red Sox here in in in, in a little bit. I am one hundred percent more confident in the Red Sox, who also have a shitty bullpen, mm-hmm. to come back and finish the season strong and make and make a playoff push. That I am these shitheads up in the North. Yeah, I agree. Um, with the Cubs, though, with Theo Epstein, he knew the whole winter. He kept saying it. We know our pitching's a problem. We're going to try our best. We're going to roll out with what we got. I bet, you, I bet you right now he did not think that game one of the 162 that, oh, shit, we need this now because it was bad from the start. They're fucking scoring like nine or ten runs a game, and they're losing. Like, oh, my God, you score nine or ten runs, your win probability is probably like 94%, and they're fucking losing games, like 13 to 12, yeah. 13 to 10. It, I, I don't get it, dude. And I can't wait for Joe Madden to get fired and to get blamed for this, and then it's just all going to go down the shitter. Mm-hmm. The second that they fire Madden, when they start like six and like 18 or six and 19 because their bullpen can't fucking throw a strike to, or can't stop giving up meatball dongs and Madden gets fired. They're so fucked. And I can't wait. I can't yeah. wait for it to happen. dude. Yeah. They're, they're fucked that they really are. 
All right, let's go over to Boston now. Like you said, Boston, I have more faith in Boston. But it's not their bullpen that's really the problem right now. Their starting rotation is 0-8 with an 8.8 ERA. Evaldi is butt-fucking me in fantasy right now. Yeah, dude. He's got like – he gave uh, two or three homers tonight. To be honest with you, like, they're all just shooting the bed. Uh, Chris Sale's been fucking dog shit. Fuck, he's butt fucking me in fantasy right now. Took him in like the third or fourth round. The dude's just giving me the dick because of how bad he's been. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his 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 fastball velo is at like 92, 93. His slider isn't doing anything. Um, Evaldi's been fu- god awful. He's been awful. So bad. Uh, David Price is the normal guy, and then Porcello and Rodriguez are just normal four or five guys who are. And Rick Porcello is way overpaid. Mm-hmm. And then you look at their bullpen. Their closing pitcher right now is Matt Barnes. Yeah, I. I- I don't, I, I, I don't even know I, some of them. I can't even tell you who Matt Barnes is, really. I, I don't give a shit. And I know a lot about baseball. He's having a good year, though, so far. But that's not going to hold up. They have R. Brassler, Brandon Workman, Heath Velasquez. Corey Brewer was in double A with the Padres last year. I don't know and who any guy, of those guys are, honestly. This guy's in the fucking bullpen for now. Tyler Thornburg. Tyler Thornburg um, is an awful. He's he's decent. Marcus Walden, like who the, the, who the fuck are these guys, dude? This 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 team went from having one of the better bullpens. Even I mean, it was an average bullpen last year. I mean, Joe Kelly, Craig Kimbrell. Yeah, that's a pretty solid back in their bullpen. And now, I mean, their whole pitching staff is just has the yips and is shitting the bed. Yeah. Um, like I said earlier, if if I had to pick a team to turn around and and figure this thing out, it would it, it would be the Red Sox. I mean, obviously, when you have guys like Mookie Betts, Benatendi, Bogarts, Martinez, all those guys, Jackie Bradley Jr., Rafael Devers, th- th- these guys are going to figure it out. Well, they had, a, they had a rough start last year, didn't they? Like their first, like, 10 games? I don't, I don't know. They won, like, 110 games last year, so I, I, I kind of have a hard time. I mean, if they did, that's that's absolutely incredible that they turned it around that much. But this this pitching staff is a concern, and the, the biggest concern has to be Chris Sale. You just extended this guy. I mean, he, he'll probably figure it out. He's an ace He's a bonafide ace, but you extend a guy with that much money, and he comes out throwing 90 miles an hour in his opening day start and, and gets fucking titted by the the fucking whoever the the, the, the you, Oak, no not Oakland. It was either Tampa Bay or Detroit or or somebody. I think it was written. Detroit, but yeah. And you go out there and you get titted by a below average lineup. Uh, come on now, come on. Yeah. Um, I don't think the Cubs are going to turn around. I honestly think they might finish below 500, if not, um, finish like. 83 and 79 or whatever, however much that is, but uh, I think the Red Sox will, will be fine, um, yeah. mostly because their biggest competition for that division, I understand the Rays are in first place right now, is the Yankees. The Yankees are pretty banged up, obviously. Stanton's gone, Hicks is gone. CC's Severino's coming gonna be back. Out. Yeah. yeah, Severino's going to be out for however long. Um, Andrew like Harris yeah. got reevaluated, but um, the only thing going for the Red Sox is that the Yankees are banged up because if if the Yankees were at full health right now they would they'd be so fucked they'd yeah. be so beyond fucked. Um, but yeah, um, we'll see what happens. Uh, yeah. Now moving on to the opposite end of the spectrum, we have teams that are really good on paper and um, are struggling, and then we have a team that everybody thought was going to be dog shit this year. And I'm one of and them. I thought they were going to be. They awful. are just. They are just letting their fucking cocks hang right now. Seriously, they are. Seattle, the Seattle Mariners. A third. Well, hey, one of their losses was the, was the White Sox. So don't forget that. Literally, literally, nobody cares. I just want to let you know, no one cares. That's our highlight of the season so far. So the Seattle Mariners, thirteen and two, 
what they hit their 16th straight home run today. 15th. 15th straight home run today. Major MLB record. record. Yep. MLB record six, uh, 15th straight home run. You look at this team, dude. I don't know how they're doing it. First of all, one guy I want to highlight real quick. Tim Beckham, former number one overall pick, Baltimore Orioles. They let him go this offseason. Um, he's, I understand, small sample size, on fire. He's scorching hot right now. Yeah. Four home runs. He's batting 386, an OBP of 471, slugging 773 for an OPS of 1.243. Astronomical numbers right there from Tim Beckham. And they're getting production from everybody, dude. Daniel Vogelback, oh my God, is that dude hitting nukes right now. All he does is, literally, when I was watching the Sox game, every single ball that he touches is either just, 500 feet or it's yeah. 500 feet in the air. He just—he's on this planet to hit nukes. Ryan Healy is on fire. D. Gordon is playing well for them. Uh, Mitch Hanniger's a stud. Domingo Santana—that guy was a sneaky good acquisition. Malik Smith, former top prospect of the Rays, he's having a good year. Uh-huh. Omar Narvaez of your White Sox last year. Yeah. And they're just getting contributions from their entire rotation. Marco, I mean, this rotation is this is. I think they off. might be the A's this year. This is their starting five. Marco Gonzalez, Yusei Kikuchi, Mike Leake, Wade LeBlanc, and Felix Hernandez, who's like 50. And they're 13-2, they're and two, dude. They lead the entire league in errors, and they are still 13-2. and two. That well, is at the, well, the Sox game, they had four errors that game. And I they think had, three of them was by Tim Beckham. They had five errors last night, and they won. Yeah. Like like 11 to 8. These guys are just looking teams in the face and saying, fuck you. We're going to hit more home runs than you, and we're going to fucking win the game because of it. And I love it. Now, the big question with them is, are they going to hold up and be the A's, a, a team that comes out of absolute nowhere and potentially gets a wild card? Or are they going to go back to being this, this Mariners team that we all kind of expected, maybe win 75, 76 games? What do you think? 75, 76 games. Um, I don't see them holding up. That being said, I feel like if they would have kept Cano, Diaz, and whoever else they let go, they could be the real deal this year. And I feel like they're kind of feeling fucked up for doing that. Yeah, I mean – Obviously, I mean, I'm looking at their bullpen right now. Anthony Swarzak is their closer. He's not he's, very good. At, yeah, he's all right. He's, he's a decent player. He's he's not anything special. Uh, but you toss in, um, what's his face? Um, Edwin Diaz with, like, Cody Guerin, Connor Sadsack, mm-hmm. who's a McHenry kind of guy right there. And, I mean, that's that's, that's a pretty solid bullpen. And, and, and obviously, if, if you keep Paxton with Kikuchi and – the way he's oh yeah, doing. and Paxton. I forgot about Paxton. And 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 Gonzalez. Uh, I mean, that's that's something impressive right there. They have the makings of a pretty solid team. I think they're gonna they're gonna end up coming back, regressing down to the mean. I think I think they'll they're just on on fire right now. Um, their defense, I think, is is a big problem. I mean, Jay Bruce and an, and Edwin Encarnacion are their first baseman. Uh, but it's it's pretty impressive what they're doing right now. And yeah, I agree. While I don't think it's sustainable, it's super cool. Good for Seattle. Um, hopefully they put some butts in the seats now because that that team looked like they were in in the running for a really long rebuild. And I mean they're playing well. They're yeah, playing they're playing baseball. very well. So now after Hunter Renfro just hit a fucking tank and it got caught at the warning track because I hate baseball, yep. let's move on to some guys who hit tanks and don't hit them to the warning track and they actually go over the fence. Yep. Um, two guys. I think one of them was your rookie of the year pick. He, he is. Right. He's actually on my fantasy baseball team and he is my rookie of the year pick, Peter Alonzo. Guy's just fucking on fire, dude. Hit another bomb tonight. 
That's six bombs. Six bombs, dude, from a rookie. Uh, and his man. first couple games was dog shit. He's not even – He's not even when he doesn't hit home runs, I was watching an at-bat the other day. I, don't, I think it was against Steven Strasburg. And he, he's working Strasburg. I mean, what, what, one of the better pitchers in the game. He's following yeah. pitches off. And he gets a pitch at his, like, low kneecap ankle. And he just whacks it and slaps it out into the opposite field for a double in, in the gap. I mean th- – th- this guy, uh, he's he's primarily a power hitter. Obviously, he he led all of the minor leagues last year in home runs. But the approach that he's showing at the plate is is incredible for a guy who's who's known for for his power. Um, he's seeing pitches. He's picking out his pitch and driving it. The guy's hitting three sixty six right now, and he's getting on base at a four at a four thirty five clip. Mm-hmm. That's 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 impressive. Um, I, 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 th- I think the Mets are really happy that they brought him up. They would have really been kicking themselves in the ass if they, if, if they missed out on a, on, on a playoff push because of they don't have him. But he's their best hitter right now. Yep. And that's a lineup that has Brandon Nimmo. It has Michael Conforto. It's got Wilson Ramos. Um, uh, it's got Robbie Cano. Even though he's old, he's, he's, he's still a serviceable, bit, a serviceable big league player. Mm-hmm. And this guy is their best fucking hitter. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Fernando Tatis Jr., but I don't think he's going to win. The, this guy's going to hit 30 fucking home runs this year, dude. Yeah. It's, it's it's absurd. Yeah, it is. It really is absurd. And he he's just playing so well. He's playing. That that Mets team is actually looking pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a tough division. Their bullpen, if if you have been keeping up with Draft Neckmark's tweets, their bullpen's kind of shitty right now. It's yeah. dog shit. They're all shit in the bed, but that's a good roster up there in New York. I think they'll make a move for somebody at the deadline. Uh, I think Brody's Brody Van Wagen is very aggressive. Jake and, Diekman and might be their guy from Kansas City. You never know. Who? Jake Diekman. Yeah, I mean he's he's a guy that we talked about when we did the preview about potentially fetching them a prospect or two, Jake Diekman, because uh, he's he's an effective left-handed reliever. Comes in, he got traded last year to the Diamondbacks at the deadline. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, but moving to another guy who mashes, he's been mashing unfortunately for a very long time. He plays for the team I hate the most, and I don't like him. His name's Cody Bellinger. Um, Cody Bellinger right now hitting 426 with a 483 OBP. He's slugging 907, dude. Yeah, he's, 907. he's unreal. 907 slugging percentage. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, seven home runs, 19 RBIs. Fun fact, the only player ever in the history of baseball to do what he's done, what, what Cody Bellinger has done, other than him, in the span that he's done it is Willie Mays, the Say Hey Kid. So that's incredible. That really, um, really is incredible. I mean – uh, he's mashing. That Dodgers team is mashing right now. I think their run differential is like plus 26 or something absurd like that. The whole so, team's playing great. And the fact that they're getting Kershaw back on Monday. Yeah, that's going to be big for them. But Cody Melder's on fire, dude. Uh, I mean, he's kind of the front runner right now. I understand two weeks, but he's the front runner for National League MVP. I have his card in MLB The Show, so I'm, I'm hoping he gets that bump up to a, diamond? to a diamond so I can sell him for some stubs. But yeah. him, Peter Alonzo. And uh, Tim Beckham have, are, are kind of my three guys that I'm that I'm looking at there. I have they're... one more guy that I'll talk about later, but we'll we'll get to him. You probably don't know who I'm talking about, but we'll get to him. All right, what else we got? Uh, let's let's talk about Shane Green, kind of coming out of nowhere. I didn't even know who the hell that guy was, dude. Really? I I've never even heard of him. He he's a 30 year old relief pitcher, been in the league for a little bit. Eight fucking saves in 12 games. He's on yeah. pace 
to shatter, shatter the season uh, saves record. Yeah, I mean, eight saves, uh, it's actually eight saves in eight games. Well, yeah, he's eight for eight in opportunities, yeah. Yeah, so he's he's, he's eight saves in eight games. Uh, obviously, as a closer, you, your team has to win games for you to get a save. And I understand the Tigers are hot right now, but they have a shitty, shitty, shitty roster. They just um, optioned Mikey Matuk, who's supposed to be their big upcoming next Miguel Cabrera a couple years yeah. ago. Turn uh, nothing. Matt Moore. Matt Moore hit the DL. He was pitching pretty well for them. I didn't even know he was on the Tigers. Yeah, he was. He hit the DL. Uh, I mean, obviously they have just guys contributing right now that I don't think will sustain. But that's cool. I mean, a thirty-year-old guy kind of comes out of nowhere. I didn't know who he was, and he's on fire right he's now. He's a great. Uh, if he keeps going like this, he's a good deadline trade piece. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That, that's gonna be big because this. This Tigers team is in a rebuild, and they need someone like that to step up. Because Nick Castellanos, I mean, it's early. He's not. He's not hitting it. He's not hitting the ball well. Obviously, that was their big trade ship moving forward. But uh, they need a guy like this to to come out of nowhere in a way. That's why Matt Moore hitting the injured list for me is, is is kind of detrimental to their plans. But if, if 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 he stays hot, and even if he blows a save or two, and he's got like twenty saves at at the the deadline. We know how important pitching is in the postseason. This guy will net them something, which is which is obviously good for him to go get uh, some experience pitching with, with a contender, and it's good for them. They get they get a guy out of a guy that they kind of didn't see yeah. developing for them. Yeah, definitely. Now let's go on to our last big piece for the night. We got a couple more things to talk about after this, but Ozzy Albies. Oh my God! Thirty-five million for seven years, five million a year. Who I, I think Giraffe Neck Mark tweeted this, but whoever came up with the Albies and the Acuna contracts need to get give an award. Him, dude, give him a fucking award. First of all, fire your agents now. Yeah. The Acuna deal, okay. Okay. Eight, well, however 100 million, was, yeah. 100 million. Yeah, that's, okay. Go get your checks, big fella. But Ozzy Albies, the guy was an all-star last year. I understand. He started the season out slow this year, but he's still very young. He's Five million a year? Are you kidding me? They got Albies and Acuna for $181 million a year. That sounds like, or $181 million or, or some number like that. Um, and Mookie Betts is about to make $400 million for the Red Sox. Think about that. Yeah. Think about the production that, that you're going to get from two perennial all-stars for that little money. Is That's a fucking steal. No, dude. yeah, it really is. Acuna is going to be one of the best players in baseball in maybe next year even. And Albie's, I mean, he's not gonna—he's not ever gonna lead the league in home runs or uh, hits or batting average or anything. No. But he's a—he's a serviceable big league player. Five million is what you give to like a good bench bat or like, like a good utility guy. Yeah, I mean, you give him four to five million dollars. That's that's a pretty solid range for a guy that is just gonna give you average production. This guy's an all star. No, he yeah, and he's gonna to give be. them more better than average production. He has a. The, the potential to be a perennial all-star and you're mm-hmm. giving him this much money. I mean, absolute stand it up and clap, clap for the Atlanta Braves. They, they, that is a very good for an office right there. Alex Anthopoulos might win fucking gym of the year just for this, these two fucking moves. Yeah. But Albies needs to fire his agent now. That's yeah. bad. dude. Uh, but good for him. I mean, he's Great got guaranteed him. money, but still. Yeah. So now we're going to finish it off with, You'll talk about your Padres. I'll talk about my White Sox just a little bit. Let's start with the bad. Let's start with the White Sox. Just, I knew we were going to be bad. 
not this bad. Watching their games is just... I've been watching Padres games more than the White Sox games because I cannot watch the White Sox. Like, the pitching is dog shit. We have the second worst ERA in the league behind the Red Sox. It's like a six-point-something. Giolito had a no-hitter going into the seventh yeah. inning, his first start. I was like, oh, here we go. Giolito's coming back. Uh, shit the bet his next start. Ronaldo Lopez has been absolute dog shit. Irvin Santana, dog shit. Ivan Nova, better than dog shit, but still dog shit. Uh, Carlos Rodon, oh, my God. His last start was atrocious. Just, okay, had, enough, enough with the pitching. I had a fellow White Sox fan that you and I know. Um, oh yeah, tell me or try to convince me one time that Carlos Rodon was going to be like your guys' ace of the future. Like that guy was going to be the fucking golden horse that rides you guys to a World Series. I'm just hoping he's a good three or four. He, I mean, he's one and two right now with like a three three eight ERA. But um, yeah, he's he's a three. He's a three. And a very good four on a championship caliber team. Yeah. Here, here's what I want to talk about, though. Daniel Polka and Yolmer Sanchez were the talk of the team last year. Yolmer Sanchez has one hit. Daniel Polka has zero hits on the season. The only reason nobody's talking about Daniel Polka right now with his hitless streak is because Chris Davis is so bad. If Chris Davis wasn't Chris Davis and 0 for 53 – the league would be talking about Polka and his 0 for 30 or whatever he's at right now. It's just awful. And now let's talk about Eloy. A lot of people are upset with Eloy right now because he's not hitting home runs. I'm actually pretty pumped about it because every single game that he's gotten a hit in has been a multi-hit game. He's had, I think he's batting like 280, 290 right now. 279. He, yeah, people are expecting too much out of him right out of the gate. I'm happy with what he's doing. The person I want to talk about, though, Tim Anderson, leading oh, the MLB in batting average. I'm a fantasy team. 514. Very I'm hot out of the team. gate. Very I'm hot out of the gate. Team. Obviously, it's not going to stick, but Tim Anderson's looking really good compared to how he's looked in years past. So, something to look forward to. My White Sox, I hope they get better. I hope we win at least 70 games this year. I mean, holy shit. That's all I want. We fucking blow. Deeks, talk about your wonderful Padres. I mean, I don't know if I'd talk about them as wonderful. Nobody gives a shit about me when I talk about the Padres. But uh, right now, as it sits currently, uh, we'll probably have like another hour or two left. Padres are in first, are in sole possession of first place in the National League West. They're tied right now with the Diamondbacks after a Fred Milray's home run, who also on my fantasy team. Um it's the first time they've been in sole possession of first place in National League West in nine years since 2010. So that's cool. Um, I mean, they just have a lot of guys clicking right now. Tatis is playing out of his mind. He just made a sick-ass defensive play right now. Uh, Machado's been everything as advertised, dude. The, the guy rakes. Uh, he plays. He's made some of the most amazing plays I've ever seen in my entire life already at third base. He leads all of baseball in defensive run saves. We're two weeks into the season. The guy's got five defensive runs saved already. That's kind of absurd. Mm-hmm. Um, Tatis is like fourth in all of baseball. He leads all the shortstops. So, I mean, that left side of the infield is probably the best left side of the infield defensively in all in all of baseball right now. Maybe Correa and Bregman, but I don't see anybody else challenging them. Maybe 
story and Nolan Arenado, but I couldn't find Nolan Arenado on that defensive run saved list earlier. So I don't know. He's probably taking a nap or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um, I mean, Will Myers is hot. Manny Margot is hot. The pitching staff is unreal right now. The bullpen is absolutely fucking insane. So they're on fire. Um, I didn't expect them to be like this. They're still, they're going to regress. It's they're, they're, they're not as on fire as the Mariners. And I don't think the regression will be as big as the Mariners, but they're, they're not going to make the playoffs this year. That young pitching staff is not going to hold up over time. It's cool. I mean, it's cool that they're as hot as they are right now. It's 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 fun. I, I've never had this feeling before, but yeah. uh, it's it. They're gonna regress, and I'm I'm ready for it. It's just fun to see that. But yeah, I mean, that's cool. That's that's cool for the Padres. It's it's, yep. it's good. It's it's good for baseball for the San Diego Padres to be uh, good again. Yeah, definitely. Now, I've got one question for you, and then then that'll be it. We'll be done. Vlad Guerrero Jr. Think he gets called up in a couple weeks? I mean, he just hit a three-run home run a day. I think he gets called up the day after his service time at Cruz, which, if I'm mistaken, I might be. I'm pretty sure that's tomorrow. So, because I was reading something about Chris Paddock, his service time ticker would have started tomorrow. So I I, I don't know if that's the same for Vlad, for, for for Vladdy or not. We'll see. Um, I thought you were going to ask me who I thought was a better prospect, Vlad or Tatis. And I was no. 100% ready for that answer. But, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. He should get called up because that's the only really cool thing going on in Toronto right now. Yeah, definitely. I think that does it for our, for our talk today. Yeah, dude. Um, love baseball only podcasts. Um, fuck yep. PT for having to talk about football and shit. Yeah, fuck that. But uh, that's all we got. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Sports Regime. Make sure you check us out on yep. there. We're, we're on their website. Yep. Thank you for listening. Um, fuck the White Sox. Go Padres. And have a good one. Yep. Have a great one. Bye, guys. Perfect. 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 Perfect.